And, and there is no escaping the reality if you are Danielle Smith in the UCP. When Danielle Smith started her address about tackling inflation, this is what she said. I wish to address the inflation and affordability crisis. The severity of this crisis has been primarily caused by years of record spending and debt by the federal government in Ottawa. So government spending got us into the mess that we're in, she said. Moments later, she announced $2.4 billion in government spending to tackle the problem caused by government spending. There's a, it, there's no way around that. I mean, sure, you can say the amounts are different and all the rest. Truth of the matter is, if government spending fuels inflation, government spending fuels inflation. Bottom line, period, end of story. Now, it's not just Alberta, as we've talked about. There's other provinces that are taking similar steps because, guess what? We've got an inflationary crisis right now, and the people need help. So uh, how big of a deal is this really, though? It, it, it's a bit of a disconnect, right? So let's get into it. We're going to talk with Travis Shaw, who is the Senior Vice President of Public Finance at DBRS Morningstar. Travis, thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time. My pleasure, Shay. But what it comes down to is that bedrock. I mean, I don't know much about economics. I'm going back to Economics 101 here, and it's that bedrock law of put more money into the economy, inflation goes up, right? That's indisputable. That's where we are here, right? Yes, I, I think that's exactly right. Um, it's the, the fundamental laws of supply and demand. If there's you know a limited supply of goods and services and there's more demand now coming from an increase in, in cash in the system, in the local economy, then that's going to, you know, further contribute to price increases. So this relief package that we saw in Alberta, it's more than $2 billion. Um, other provinces doing similar things. I mean, I think, to be fair, it had to be done. I mean, can you get to a situation where they just sort of have to say, yeah, I know this is going to be counterproductive to what we're doing, but it still has to be done? Yes, I, I think that's reasonable. And I, you know, I think we would certainly acknowledge um, the, the challenges is, uh, you know, high inflation is having for uh, for individuals. Right. Uh, there's, there's no question, you know, you can see it uh, on any given day on your, your trip to the supermarket. Um, you know, your dollars don't go as far as they used to. So certainly um, there's pressure on, on all levels of government to respond. And, um, and frankly, we are seeing that, uh, you know, across the country um you know virtually every province has announced some sort of measures um many of them have been um cash hand- handouts in some shape or form uh to to try to address this so so that that's entirely fair alberta is is not alone in this regard uh i think if we look at the magnitude of the the package now we're still waiting for some of the details to come out but um it's been uh, cited as being about 2.4 billion that's you know l- less than half a percent of gdp so it's it's not going to overly move the needle, but if we, you know, collectively, if we look across the board, you know, all provinces are doing that. We've seen some measures at the federal level. You know, this does start to, you know, modestly, you know, further impact prices at the margins. And all the while, it's it's working counter to what the Bank of Canada is trying to do to rein in inflation. So we're, we're sort of working at cross purposes here. Exactly. Um, yeah, we, t- we tend to talk about what the Bank of Canada is doing as they're responsible for managing monetary policy, and whereas uh, in the provincial governments are in charge of fiscal policy. Um, and, and so they, do, they are, you know, at the moment, somewhat contradicting each other uh, to a certain extent. Is there, like you mentioned, you know, some provinces doing cash handouts. We are doing that to some extent in Alberta. There's also a lot of tax relief. There's a lot of energy bill rebates, things like that. Are there better ways of doing that would have less inflationary pressure than others? Well, I think what most governments 
are trying to focus on is, you know, I, I think most most economists would, you know, would would acknowledge that um, lower income households are have been just disproportionately affected by rising prices. So we are seeing governments try to target their measures um, to those groups, to those demographics uh, and, and segments of the population that, that are mo- most impacted. So I, I think that's you know, certainly reasonable. Um, I, I think you can look across different um, policy measures that we've seen, uh, or different fiscal measures, and um, you know you may. You, yeah, I think it's been acknowledged that there are some gaps and and perhaps some question marks about you know do those uh, are those getting the support are truly in need of it and are those mm-hmm. um, not getting the support uh, you know are there some gaps there? But when it comes down to a government trying to. Uh, do one thing uh, without affecting inflation. It's money into the system, and th- and that's the bottom line. I mean, it, there's not one way of doing it that is um, less impactful on inflation than another. Basically, it's just you're putting more money in, so it's going to have the same effect. Yes, uh, and it does come down to what do individuals do with those funds uh, if it goes back out the door. And 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 for those in in lower income households. There are real expense pressures. They're not going to be saving this money. This is going to be used for the day-to-day bills. And so that is going right back out into the local economy and, and feeding the, you know, feeding into, you know, inflationary pressures. Um, for those in, in higher income households, maybe they, they're setting aside some of this funding or some of this relief in whatever shape or form it comes in terms of additional savings. So that, that, um, you know that, in a way, temporarily takes some money out of the system and doesn't necessarily compound the prog- problem. But it does raise the question: to those, uh, you know, are those the individuals that need need the help? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Fair point. Um, uh, last one here: How much of an impact? I mean, there's a bunch of different factors sort of feeding into the inflationary pressures that we're seeing right now. So, I mean, if you if you took a look at how much government spending might affect it or might cause it to go up or go down, I mean, how much of a player is it in the overall rate of inflation right now with all the other things that are going on? I yeah I. I think it's safe to say there there are uh, certainly a lot of uh, a lot of individual individual factors that are contributing to high inflation, um, and these are these are not uh, this is not a phenomenon unique to Canada or, yeah. or unique to Alberta. It, this is a global uh, a global phenomenon that we're, we're seeing in you know across many jurisdictions, and there is not a simple solution to it. Um, so. True, um, additional government spending will further contribute to the problem, but it is not the primary driver of it. Gotcha. Okay, excellent. Thanks very much, Travis. Appreciate you being here today. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.